Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined. She's got a lovely bunch of flowers behind her. She's been to the gym. She is fit AF. It is Mrs. Felicia Jones. Hey, Paul. How are you? There's a long story behind these flowers. I couldn't find parking, so I had to go drive to another location. I was only supposed to go to the grocery store for like five minutes and I was gone for an hour to find some flowers. Oh, did you, did you feel like you needed flowers? Because last week we spoke about winter decorations and you said there basically wasn't any and now you've got flowers. Oh, well, I've been doing flowers since 2020, like every two weeks. Um, and because um, I used to have them delivered, but there are some flower stands around. So I usually just try to go find a flower stand and go get some. And I haven't had any since Thanksgiving. So it was time. Now you live your soft life. Do you go skipping around markets and pick like artisan bread and flowers and stuff like that no people got diseases at markets i just have them <laughs> he literally did i go pick i pick up no this is like a little flower stand on the corner there's one person you tell them you want how many stems and they go pick it and then you're done nice nice i don't bother with uh with fresh stuff it just just goes off here um <laughs> okay well uh, we in the UK are still recovering from floods. So it's been flooded near yeah. me. My kids, well, at least one of them is still off school because the school flooded and they can't Ooh. go back yet. So, you know, Ooh. he's happy. The rest of us are kind of like, oh, that's inconvenient. <laughs> oh, these are memories that he will always have, though, that he didn't yeah. go to school. Yeah. Um, there's lots going on, uh, but <laughs> surprisingly, but this episode <laughs> is all about our 2024 predictions. Yes, our predictions. Yes. Oh, I, I don't even know what to think about this year. <laughs> like numb. I do feel like a numbness will hit a lot of people this year for some reason. But I think it'll How? be kind of fun to see what we what what we think will happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just wonder like how much more of this we can all take. Um, but I am I am still trying to be optimistic because I felt last week you um, you made me more aware of uh, me not being <laughs> as optimistic as perhaps I I was. So I'm trying to be more optimistic. And generally, you know, nine days in, it's been going okay. If I just ignore what's what's going on, but let's have a let's have a look at like what we think might happen in 2024 because we've, we've got a few years experience now of like yes, catastrophe we so we must have more of a creative imagination as to like what could actually happen um so give us give us one of your predictions for 2024 you know i think a lot of mine are going to be social uh, predictions because i'm just feeling the pulse of people so i think we are going to see a lot of people struggling with money a lot of people struggle with money the last couple of years, but I think it's going to hit even more this year. We've had massive layoffs here in the United States. Inflation has been kicking people's butts, but I think inflation will go down, but still prices are up. It doesn't really matter. And I think, I think we're, and I think debt is, debt is going up. Everything's just going up. So I feel like we're going to have this massive, you won't be able to really talk to a lot of people without hearing them having 
financial challenges, not issues, but just challenges about just not having enough money, not being able to rent, move out of their parents' homes, that kind of stuff. I think we're going to have a heavy year of that. Basically, people are going to be broke. What's that going to be caused by then? Is that just like a global recession? What's what's causing it? I don't think it's going to be caused by anything particularly happening this year, but I think it is just like the culmination of the of the beginning of this decade, you know, still kind of reeling from companies that were like basically on the struggle bus in 2020 and 2021 and the companies who did great during the pandemic uh, realizing those numbers can't stay as high as they are. So people are just um, going to be doing just lots of layoffs. So I think uh, we're starting to see, we saw a lot of that toward the end of 2023. And I think it's just going to keep going. And uh, you're going to see the rise in people doing weird things to have (laughs) money. Like one of my friends, she has two full-time jobs. They don't know about it. The jobs don't know about each other, but she has two full-time nine-to-five jobs. And uh, I think you're going to see more of that kind of stuff going on. How does she get away with it? This is what I can't fathom. I mean, I guess it's the situation where I'm presuming that they're both remote jobs. Yes, they're both remote jobs. Yes. And so she will obviously have to manage her diary really well. Yes. So basically it's the two laptops, two Slack channels, two calendars, and you, and she piggybacks off of them. So when we met up, it's like making sure you're in the right Slack channel so you can chat. Um, We saw some of this, like in 2022, people were talking about, oh, I picked up another job. I think we're going to see more of that multiple jobs. Um, you know, like part-time jobs, but definitely on the nine to five, you're going to see more people having multiple jobs. So just an overall financial challenges um, for people in 2024. See, and how old is this person? Uh, she's 42. Oh. Okay, because I don't know. I, I assumed it might be an age thing and maybe the younger generation can cope with that. But like I could not cope with two separate systems to mm-hmm. set, you know, I would be putting the wrong appointment for the wrong client in the wrong calendar. I would. <laughs> I would. I would be sending the wrong boss the email. I'd be putting the wrong thing in the wrong slack. Yeah, so that would stress I, me out. I can see that. <laughs> that no, just, just no. This see, my motivation for my business is, I can't. I can't have another option. Yeah, you know, like having having to go into employment like makes me work harder as a business owner. Like it gives, yeah. it gives me the motivation, but having, having to think about like two jobs and keeping two jobs and not messing it up. That's, that feels far too stressful. Well, that makes me I think run my gonna, business. We're going to see more of it. And we're definitely going to see entrepreneurs uh, getting full-time jobs as well while running their company or business. So I think, yeah. we're just, I think I'll just put it under financial challenges because we're going to, I just feel like we're going to see a lot of it. Do you know, it's, what's also interesting is I've uh, heard of a few people that I know that have sort of strategically taken employment for a while as mm-hmm. their business has perhaps not performed or they're getting a bit stressed out by the yeah. business. They've gone and taken employment for a while, but then like got their head sorted and then come back to run their business for a yep. bit. So I'm definitely also seeing entrepreneurs, I you know, go into employment for temporarily or even go, I've had enough of being 
an employer or, or running my own business, it's time for mm-hmm. me to, to be employed. I saw a again. lot of that the last few years. Yeah, yeah. And also interesting what you say about businesses that did well during COVID not doing well now. I definitely see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So I think we're going to see a lot of that. So, all right. Okay. What is on your list? Well, I'm going to start with the lighter subject of war. Because uh, war, war is all around, uh, much like love should be all around, but it's 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 not. So my my prediction about war, because there's lots of it, but I I saw uh, something in the news yesterday that Sweden has told its citizens to prepare for war. So oh, they've oh. they've gone. You need to be ready because they're, they're now at people. Why? Well. They've, they've been neutral for so long. And of course, they're applying to join NATO and Hungary and mm-hmm. Turkey is kind of like holding it up and playing games with them. Mm. Uh, but Kaliningrad, this little enclave uh, in Europe, sort of between Poland and Lithuania, they've got missiles there. And apparently Russia's target is Gotland, this island off the coast of Sweden. So Sweden have said people need to prepare for war. And in this video that I saw... It was a British person saying, look what's happening in Sweden. We in the UK are are being, it's all being swept under the carpet, like how serious this kind of stuff is. And wow. I thought, well, I can completely see that. So anyway, so my, my prediction for war is I think, now I know you're going to um, say something else that's different to this. I'm predicting that I think the Israel-Gaza slash quite possibly Hezbollah situation, maybe, maybe Iran, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, ultimately kind of comes to nothing because America or well, the United States really focuses on trying to prevent that from escalating further. Because, they, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think the United States really wants to get into a war with Iran and all the rest of it. No. So... I know you're going to talk about, you know, like how Israel is perhaps ultimately perceived. And I think you're right on that. But I think Israel guards situation comes to nothing. Yes, there will be lots more people killed. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. I think people will start to, if they're not acknowledging that it's a genocide, will start to do that. But I think ultimately it will be, it will, it will fizzle out probably without a, a, a decent resolution. It's kind of like sweeping it under the carpet for, you know, kicking it down the, the road next for decade further, to start over for, again. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> but what that does is that takes away focus from Ukraine because it's already doing so. And Ukraine is not making progress in repelling or pushing back uh, Russia. And in fact, Putin is becoming more emboldened, I hear. Uh, and so my prediction on that side is that it that kind of war spreads by accident somehow something happens that it spreads so there's a couple of things Mm. i'm going to talk about elections in a bit but putin is up for election in march he's obviously going to win that yeah Uh, so he will yeah (laughs) he will be in power he will get more confident and uh my prediction my, my big prediction is i i wonder whether belarus will say yes we will become part of russia so they'll voluntarily become part of the Russian Empire. Wow. That changes the geography of things slightly. And then uh, something happens by accident, like something hits Poland or Estonia or something that basically 
the, the the NATO countries will say, oh, it's an accident, don't worry. And then there'll be a few incidents of that. And I think that's how we end up being dragged into to something. I don't think it will happen until very late in the year, if at all, but that's where I see that going. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, I mean, this is, I like your prediction. No, I don't. I mean, like, I like it, but I like it. you know what I mean? Like, we wish this won't happen because way too many people are going to be uh, affected by this. But um, I was on a track of like, I don't think Ukraine is going to exist anymore after 2024 um, because it's just not going well over there. Hopefully no. it doesn't trip into another war, but I just don't feel like Ukraine will exist. And I think um, I, I feel like there'll never be a resolution between Israel and Gaza, but I do think Israel is going to be on extreme brand management defensive. <laughs> Uh, for the entire year of 2024. And and I think it's going to be intense because the younger generation, they are just not with whatever Israel is saying. So I think they're going to be on some brand management, which unfortunately will spill down into other people who, uh, it it, it will spill down into Israeli citizens which will spill into like the global Jewish community too. So it's going to be, I think, a lot of brand management going on um, as far as all of that goes. And I don't, it's going to be extreme defensive brand management. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, I, I do wonder whether Netanyahu will survive this year. Uh, I mean, maybe mm. he'll be assassinated. There is form there, but he is still struggling domestically. And this war is basically propping him up. And as soon as, there's any inkling of, of either weakness there or it's really not going to plan or something happens. Mm-hmm. I can see him being out, but I don't feel that the Israeli political elite will be able to kind of like wind back from um, the current situation. And that's, that's obviously dangerous. Yeah. And as okay. far as the other, I just said wars, it's going to be a lot more of it. <laughs> that was my only prediction. Yeah. What about um, war between Venezuela and Guyana? How about that one? I don't know. I need to go and see what's going on down there. I know they had some issues going on in like Guyana, but I don't know. The, you're talking, can Venezuela, can they even feed their people yet? Uh, no, but that's why people go to war, isn't it? That's why like yeah, like they're the hungry. regimes go to war. Yeah, but they're hungry or they use it as a distraction. I mean, Guyana's a tiny little place too. So I don't, whew, I, I mean, South mm. America, they've been having some issues. So we got to, I need to focus a little bit more on South America. It's like, we got so many issues in the United States. I can't really cross a border yet. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too many issues. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to take a look down in South America. I did see... Uh, a quite quite a bit of infighting in a couple of countries down there so i i i think this goes back into my prediction i i, I said younger people will feel pressure but i feel like this is global this pressure on people especially young people who are feeling a little bit of hopeless you're seeing all this war and then you see a lot of hypocrisy i think hypocrisy will kind of be the word for 2024 and this is yeah. causing people to, like somebody said, when there's no hope, people just do whatever they want to do. And um, I think we're going to feel this global pressure, especially on younger people. And then when people feel that pressure, they act out in 
good or bad ways. So I think we're going to see a lot of just acting out. And on the surface, it'll feel like there's no rhyme or reason, but you'll have to dig through to figure out what's going on and all this other stuff is causing, causing it. So I think it's going to be just global anxiety. Maybe that's the best word to say, like Mm. just global anxiety on people. Hypocrisy is a really great word, actually, because I see lots of micro hypocrisy going on Mm -hmm. and sort of playing, playing out the the bigger picture. So (laughs) this is a really lame example. But in the in the same way that there's definitely hypocrisy with, for example, uh, some of the West, like the UK, the US, really supporting Israel as an aggressor. Mm-hmm. And I know that they, you know, I know that they did not start the, the war. I know that the attack was from Hamas and, you know, they absolutely still have the right to defend themselves. But, you know, where they've pushed it, I think, you know, is, 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 is different. And yeah. And yet being so anti-Russian. And then over here, there's talk of, well, Israel should really be banned from the Eurovision Song Contest because Russia's banned from the Eurovision Ooh. Song Contest. I mean, these things play out in like song contests, clearly. Yeah. But, you know, if if you're going to ban Russia and Russian sports people and all the rest of it, surely you've got to start banning all co- contestants from countries that are considered the aggressor in a war are, are... or is that a prediction that we need to put down that we might start seeing the inklings of people banning Israel from global contests? Let's put it down. I don't think it will happen, but I mean, you know, we can, we can put it down. Okay. Um, have you got another, uh, what else? Uh, there's a couple of things. I, so, uh, the United States is going back to the moon this year. I'm not mm. really sure what's going to happen, but I think it's going to spark this, this, I think it's going to spark the hypocrisy and this, this talk of why, why are we doing this? And I think that's going to spark the, um, just kind of like when it comes to like home elections and things like that, why are we doing this? I feel like yeah. we're going to have huge discussions on why are we going to the moon I don't think it's going to be a big deal like it was back in the 60s where everybody was around the television. Even the king and queen sat around and watched these people go on the soundstage. Oops, it was real. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do think your conspiracy theory people will come out and say that it's fake again. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to spark this just huge conversation on why are we spending money on this and not taking care of people at home. Um, mm. So I, I feel that is going to the the coolness of going to the moon will get um overshadowed by the why yeah i mean i i I would support that idea i think i mean i'm seeing today that the latest moon mission uh astrobotic has not gone well and it's got no chance now of landing on the moon or a soft landing on the moon it might sort of crash into the moon this is the one that was launched yesterday morning Mm. um no chance so that that has not gone well Okay. Hopefully the people will be safe who do decide to do this. So, yeah. Uh, Okay. So I've got some election stuff because 2024 Uh, is a year of elections globally. I was looking at the list. Huge. I did read that uh, last week. It is a huge global election year Mm. and authoritarianism is the thing 
the hot. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it is in vogue. That is mm-hmm. that is for sure. And actually, if you look at the list, and you look at the list of countries, you think, well, that's not really an election. That's probably not an election. You know, that one's that one's going to be elections with quotes or, around the word. Quotes, yes, yes, <laughs> elections. <laughs> um, so I've picked out a few that we okay. can um, maybe have a look at. So uh, three big ones from. Uh, the perspective of uh, where we're sitting. So Putin, he's winning, fixed. Okay, I don't think there's I mean, any question it's there. A, it's a sh- entertainment hour. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that's that done. Um, I'm saying Trump just. Whew, yeah, he's gonna win, and God help with us. that is um, it. You know what? It really will be a God help us because what's gonna happen before um that election and i i was watching something the other day and i was like it seems like racism is going to be a core competency uh for this year uh racism will be on the election block and uh we have parties that are going all in like not even before it was like the whisper network of like "Mm, i think he might be a little racist now it's just blatant because (laughs) dei has been declared as a racist standpoint now diversity is racism equality is racism and inclusion is racism so that's where we are it is the new crt critical race theory and it's going to be interesting and trump winning it's going to be fascinating because here's i mean basically he's like a little criminal (laughs) he's going to be president little yeah Yeah. um and he is going on trial he is going on trial yeah, but I mean, you know, he doesn't care. And and certainly the voters yeah. don't seem to care. Um, no. Okay, so Trump just, I'm saying. And then I'm saying UK, Starmer, so the Labour Party leader, leader of the opposition. I'm saying Starmer's going to win it. They didn't have the UK on that list when I looked at it. Well, it's because the UK's, the UK has to have one. Uh, the last date is January the 25th, 2025. Right. So, uh, so they can push it out. So, okay. Yeah. Cause I was looking at the list and I didn't see the UK, but then I was like, okay, some, they have to call the election for it to be on this list. So you guys will have a probable election could push it to January, 2025. But if you do have one, the labor party is going to win. And the labor party yes. is, do we, we don't like the labor party, right? We do like the labor party. Oh, we like the labor party. Okay. We, do, we like the labor party. Well, you know, I mean, I do. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not perfect. They're not perfect. You know, the thing with the Labour Party and the way that Keir Starmer is taking it is they, they've sort of pulled it back from being left wing and they've pulled it right into the centre. And the criticism of Labour is that they don't have policies. Well, the reason is they don't need to have policies. They're just allowing the current government just to like, you know get on with you know mm-hmm. kicking themselves out in a in a way um but of course they don't want to introduce policies that might scare people off voting for them so yeah it's not actually in their interest to put out any policies until they really have to but this week because there's been lots of speculation now it's the new year as to when the election will be and uh the choice i mean it can happen any time but the thinking is maybe may maybe in the autumn now, the last election was in December because they had to have one in December. But the the reason, the thinking to have a November election 
is that it gives the Tory government and Rishi Sunak just more time to try and make things better, to try and give themselves more of a chance to win, to hope that something positive happens over the summer. Um, But of course, over summer where it's warmer and the waters are calmer, you've got more likelihood of there being more boats coming across the English Channel, for example. Mm. So that's not a great look. Also, in the autumn, when it's colder, older people don't really want to leave their homes. And so older voters tend not to come out as much in a colder election. And Hmm. older voters tend to vote conservative. But Sunak has said, (laughs) I know, right? Sunak has said it's going to happen in the second half of the year. So therefore, that's why we know it's going to happen in May. So my prediction is May, Starmer wins it, but not a landslide as is being predicted. Now, I thought okay. I would point out four other elections of note from the list that I saw. Um, okay, Moldova, you know, next to Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, in between Ukraine and uh, uh, Romania, has a breakaway a Republic of Transnistria that's got a Russian presence. Now, if Moldova election went pro-Russia, that, I think, becomes a problem. That changes... It changes a lot, right? Yeah. Because Moldova is on their probably survival mode. Like, we need them to not bother us. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's problematic. Yeah. yeah. It also causes a problem because Moldova has been accepted, along with Ukraine, as an EU accession country, a country that is on the pathway to EU membership. So if Moldova suddenly turns pro-Russia, then that that pivots, that causes a problem. Uh, South Africa. Now, since 94, it's always been run by the ANC, the African National Congress. Mm -hmm. And Cyril Ramaphosa, who's the uh, current uh, president, um, certainly there's elements of, because they're in BRICS, there's a definite pivot towards Russia there. He's kind of threatened. Does he win it again? And again, sort of pivot towards Russia. You can start to see Russian influence come in. Then we've got India. Uh, now Modi's yeah. going to win that. I he's going to win. Yeah. yeah, he's going to win. But you know, we end up. This will be his third successive election win, and I think mm-hmm. that gives him more confidence to go even more authoritarian, even yes. more to the right that potentially becomes a problem. And then the fourth one I've got on here is technically there should be a Ukrainian presidential election in March, but they're under martial law. So they don't have yeah. elections under martial law, but there's a little bit of pressure um, to to do something. But of course, you know, that, that could change uh, everything. So definitely elections are certainly ones to watch um, this year. Because that, yeah, these elections will change a lot of stuff going on uh is are the philippines are they doing having an election this year as well but like what's going on in asia there's loads there's loads do you know what the only thing that i really know about that's going on there is of course like the taiwan situation and there is a Mm -hmm. taiwanese presidential election this year now i don't think that changes anything because if you're under threat then you know you're under threat right but maybe that changes something. I think there's also a South Korean election as well. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Yeah, that 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 in, interesting stuff. This will be a fascinating year to follow global politics because that kind of tells the story of what's about to happen over the yeah. next few years. Um, I do think uh, we are, in addition to our president presidential election, we're going to have midterm elections here. 
I think the Republicans will win and that will determine a lot of stuff that happens. Um, if it is a presidential, a Republican president with a Republican house, um, Israel will not get any more support from the United States. A lot of countries will not get support. So if Trump wins, we are about to become a non-global country. Mm. And I have no idea what that looks like because I don't think Trump has not been a fan of China, any of these countries. So who who knows what's about to happen? Um, I mean, if he brings jobs, people won't pay attention. <laughs> exactly. Now, you see, if Trump gets in and he goes, because he's not a fan of NATO, Trump, not a fan. Exactly. If he goes, well... You know, if the Russians attack, and we like Russia, we like Russia, Russia's, you know, then if he just goes, well, look after yourselves, Russia's going to definitely feel empowered there. Okay. Yeah, Ukraine won't um, give you more help either. Yeah. So. Certainly not. Certainly not. Woo! Okay. What else you got? Um, I do have the solar eclipse is going to be uh, this year in April. And um, I feel like that's just going to wake up all the conspiracy theory, theory. Uh, people we need a whole other show to figure out what conspiracy theories will be for 2024 mm. but i think the solar eclipse along with trump along with global elections along with all these things will get the that world all like whoo, excited <laughs> like they need anything else <laughs> yes they're they're gonna get so excited yay <laughs> I, yeah, I need to look at like solar eclipse conspiracy theory. There's got to be something to do with flat Earth there somewhere. Oh, it, it, you know what? One conspiracy theory leads to another conspiracy theory. Which leads to you, it's the rabbit hole. You need a good week and and make sure you get all your work done before you jump down that rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Okay. That's that. That's good because I don't want to yeah. get into conspiracy TikTok. Okay. <laughs> um. So that's solar eclipse. Okay. Uh. So. Epstein fallout. Let's talk about that for a second, because there is going to be some fallout and possibly quite soon, because I heard there are sex tapes. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I, I, I feel like there won't be a fallout because there hasn't been one at all. Well, not yet, not yet. I think. I mean, come on. We've had the guy got the 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 lady got arrested and convicted for her part. He was arrested. He just happened to kill himself before, and people got photos and everything. So it's like there really wasn't a fallout. But um, I do agree, it is becoming more of a shadow uh, fallout because now everybody near Mama is trying to. Uh, you know, Naomi Campbell went on defensive, all these people. So I still feel like it hasn't been as much of a fallout as it should have been or should be. Sure. That means sure. he got well, something on all these people. Yeah, for for sure. Well, look, I'm, I'm, my prediction is I'm, you know, I'm assuming that there's sex tapes. So there quite possibly isn't right. I mean, you'd be an idiot really, but let's imagine that there is and let's imagine <laughs> that there are some key people because what I heard, and this is all allegedly people, all allegedly, allegedly. Um, that Clinton, uh, Branson, and uh, Prince Andrew, that there are tapes there. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But imagine, imagine if there was a sex tape of any of those. I mean, particularly, let's talk about like royal family stuff, Prince Andrew, 
it is not possible to keep that secret. They'll just blame it on Megan. They'll yeah, blame it well, on Megan. talking of that, well, that, that comes back <laughs> to my royal family. My royal family prediction is the Sussexes are back in the firm because that cushions the blow of Andrew, right? If something, I think mm. they, they'll be working on the assumption that Andrew, like something worse, if it's possible, is going to happen to Andrew. The only way to deflect that is to get the Sussexes back in. And I've read Ooh. that the thing that they're working on is the children. The king wants to see the children and that that's the excuse given to bring them back in. And that's how they're rehabilitated. So that's my prediction. Okay. Um, I'm, you you know, when you have that much money and you have that much legacy, those folks don't be mad at each other for a long time. I saw salt burn. No. <laughs> they won't be mad. It'll be like, oh, that was just a little tiff. He went through a phase. Everybody's fine now. Um, yeah. That I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I could see that. It's they weren't going to be gone for a long time anyway. No, no. exactly. Not when you got have a pedophile in family. No, exactly. <laughs> um, the other one I have is um, I call it wayward middle aged people. I think middle aged people. <laughs> We are about to see a surge in middle-aged people trying to figure themselves out, hitting more gyms, trying to not necessarily relive their 20s. I think a lot of have realized that they're not gonna, that's not going to happen, but um, realizing that they got to go live this life um, and get healthy, do all these things. So I think you're going to start seeing more middle-aged people hitting trails, hitting gyms, trying to be more outdoorsy, getting swole, all of that kind of stuff. And you might see a new trend of influencers in that age group. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. That's my prediction. So (laughs) I'm ready for it too. So I think we're going to see because um, there is younger Gen X and Zennials are right on this cusp of, I mean, of course we got some friends that never got their stuff together. It just happens. But so many of us have, we did what our parents told us that we had the job and we got the 401ks. We have a little bit of money. We we're comfortable. We're not boomer comfortable that, you know, we can just go get all kinds of pension checks and things like that, but we are way better off than the younger people. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we're going to start seeing a lot more people in our age range, like just doing some stuff uh, that is out of the ordinary. Can I just tell you quickly about some of the advertisements that I'm served as someone who is middle-aged and Mm -hmm. is trying to get his shit together? Mm -hmm. Um, So I am uh, given uh, ads for, uh, you know, like the usuals, like, hair loss and erectile dysfunction and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but increasingly stuff like um, uh, a fitness for men in their fifties mm-hmm. um, and what you can do with calisthenics in particular, that's a, that's a big thing for this new breed. Um, yeah. Monitors like, you know, like a diabetes monitor, but not for people with diabetes, like that monitors, like everyone's wearing those apparently. And, uh, oh God, what was the other one? Oh, breathing, increasing your lung capacity machines uh, that yeah. train your lungs. Like that's, yeah. that seems to be big in, in that world. Play so. an instrument, people. 
Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready for that. I can be one of those influencers. I'm willing to accept free products uh, from companies <laughs> that that want an audience. You know, a okay. small audience. That's fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I only I only have one more, and that is a bit of a throwaway one. Uh, it's a sports related one. I mean, it is the Paris Olympics. Well, actually, I've got two. So the Paris Olympics, I think something's going to happen there. Like I don't know whether. The opening ceremony falls flat on its face because it's all taking place along the river or that's cancelled because mm. there's a flood or some, you know, some something happens at the 2024 Olympics where... Probably some know, that's, riots, that's, riots and fights. Yes, well, that's very French. That's, you know, there might be the nail in the coffin for, um, for that. But my other prediction is it's 2024, the Euros are in Germany and I think England are going to win it. Mm, okay. All right. I don't have any because I don't know what's happening with any sports right now. <laughs> I do so think women's sports Anything is going to be the hot. The women's sports is going to be hot this year. Um, college football. Uh, I know you don't follow U.S. college football, but college football is about to have is about to go through some turmoil. Turmoil. Uh, because there's so many things shifting around. And like I said, the the word for the year is hypocrisy and it's showing up big time in college sports right now. So uh, you got to have a lot of upset fans. Um, So that's all I have. But I think I think these are good. I hope hopefully we wrote these down so we can remember them. So there you go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, kind of a, kind of a giveaway. Uh, okay, so we'll see those predictions. We, we did all right last year. We'll see whether any of these could come true. I think on the election front, we should keep a weekly check on elections because I think yeah. that is the barometer the of where the world's going. When's the first um, election? There's already been one, or there's one. There's one oh, very right? soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, elections in 2024. List of elections. Here we go. Uh, Oh, hang on. You want national calendar. January 7th, Bangladesh. Okay. Okay. Uh, So that was two days ago. Uh, 9th of January, Bhutan. And then the 11th, St. Martin. 13th of January, Taiwan. Mm. The spring. um, And we'll start seeing um, elections in Pakistan in February, Indonesia. Uh, Yeah, so it's going... Oh, Russia will be in March, so that'll be... Interesting. Mm. Oh, Mexico is. Ooh, that'll be fun. It's too. all happening. All yeah, happening. So twenty twenty four is looking to be another crazy year. We'll do election surprise. watch twenty twenty four. Yes. Yeah. I'll get searching for um, some music and the jingle. Yay! <laughs> we got a good year. We have the Olympics and election watch. Yes. Ah, couldn't ask <laughs> for any more. So. Stay tuned to Humans Exhaust Me because it's really your only trusted source of information and uh, <laughs> news these days. You can't trust that mainstream media. You gotta yeah, I know. To we us. are not mainstream. No. All right. Are we uh, lovely to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know. Lovely <laughs> to talk to you. Um, we will check in and see where we are next week. All right. See ya.